Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Tech Talk, sponsored by PolyScience. I'm Aaron Vaughn, and today I'm joined by Donald Curry, Clinical Director of Dimensions Health Centers. Hi, Donald. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me today. Thanks so much for taking this time to meet with me today, Aaron. So let me start off with the most burning question. Is the clinic called Dimensions because your patients enter another dimension when they undergo therapy there? Well, uh, dimensions is definitely connecting with different dimensions, right? Uh, different dimensions of self. We are, you know, if you look at it, we're multidimensional in a way. We have a mind, we have an emotions, we have a, a physical body, and we have a spiritual body or an energy body. Uh, so it's helping people to connect to all the different dimensions of self. Uh, so can you give me a little background on when Dimensions started uh, and the opening of the Algonquin Highlands location? Absolutely. So Dimensions has been in the works since 2016. Our, our CEO, uh, Christopher Dawson, actually uh, owned a series of uh, addictions treatment facilities in Canada called Edgewood Network. Uh, and our COO, Andrew Galloway, also was a part of uh, Edgewood. And uh, he went to a uh, conference down in South America uh, on plant medicine. Uh, and he was fascinated by it. And he really saw that this could be the future of, of mental health and well-being. Um, I got involved in the program in 2019 when it was still very much just an idea uh, and started conversations with, with Andrew and, and Chris uh, and then COVID happened in, uh, 2020, uh, we were looking at different locations to potentially open and we were looking at South America. Um, but that all changed during COVID and we ended up redirecting to, uh, Algonquin Highlands in Ontario, which is about three hours North of, of Toronto. And, uh, we built our clinical programming with Queens University. Uh, in 2021, it was a six-month process looking at best practices in the psychedelic field, uh, best practices as of right now, um, based on, on the research and information that's available, um, and also looking at uh, different wellness practices, things like diet and nutrition and how that supports a psychedelic journey. Um, uh, different modalities that help with psychedelic preparation and integration, such as breath work, massage, qigong, yoga, ecstatic dance. And from that, that research and, and um, uh, our Dream Labs collaborative, as we called it with Queens University, we built our, our clinical programming based on that. Um, construction finished on our property in Algonquin Highlands in June of 2022, and we opened in July. Since that time, we've ran approximately 13 or 14 retreats. So uh, we're still very much in our, our soft opening period right now, um, but things are, are running very smoothly. Awesome, and how did those retreats go? So far, the feedback has been spectacular. Um, people are reporting that it's been a life-changing experience. Uh, I think too, we're coming out of two years or three years 
of COVID and, and being disconnected. And so there's this post-COVID reconnection that's happening at our retreats. And uh, one thing that people have reported is they forgot what smiling humans looked like. And so, so there's this community-oriented vibe that we have here, uh, and and people have found just being able to reconnect with people really healing. Uh, and then going through our clinical programming um, and and uh, cannabis ceremony with preparation and integration, people have been reporting uh, very deep healing that they're receiving. And a lot of the people that are coming through are reporting that it's been life-changing for them in a variety of ways. Awesome. So what kind of psychedelics do you offer in your treatment, in your retreat? Yeah, right now we're working with cannabis. Uh, Cannabis is, we refer to it as a classic psychedelic. Uh, There has been research that has shown that in a therapeutic setting, with uh, therapeutic support, uh, using an eye covering, with uh, music supporting the journey and psychotherapists uh, that are guiding, uh, cannabis can elicit the same state of oceanic boundlessness, that same mystical experience as psilocybin. Uh, so, uh, so right now we've chosen to work with cannabis because it is legal in Canada. Uh, Cannabis also temporarily disrupts the default mode network within the brain, which is the organizer of information. Um, it allow, And then it gives us direct access to the body and the nervous system where trauma and stress get stored. And cannabis is very much uh, a medicine that works on the body. Uh, so it gives us that opportunity to process and resolve traumas that are stored within the body and the nervous system. People also report those mystical experiences that are very similar to psilocybin or DMT or ayahuasca, uh, a feeling of being connected to the universe, a sense of oneness. Um, Sometimes uh, people report connecting to something greater than themselves, right? Um, And also having the ability to go back through memories Uh, and accessing traumatic memories or events and being able to reprocess those and resolve those memories in a new way. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now in Canada, uh, we we currently have something called a special access program uh, for individuals that are uh, looking to access things like MDM, medicines like MDMA or psilocybin. Uh, We are um, going to be working with those medicines as they legalize in Canada. So uh, what sort of dosages uh, are you doing for your cannabis assisted therapy? And do you use flour? Do you use edibles, concentrates? Yeah. So right now we're using uh, flour, uh, which is vaporized with the Pax vaporizers. Uh, Dosage is different depending on the individual because everyone has different tolerance levels. So with individuals that have never uh, used cannabis before, they go low and go slow. So they may start with five puffs off the vaporizer, and then we check in with them at the 15 minute mark, see how they're doing, and then they can take more medicine if needed. Um, Individuals who who have a higher tolerance, they know what their, their level is because they use cannabis regularly. So they would start at that level and then go just slightly above that with what they're taking. 
The other thing that we add in is cannabinoid, uh, CBN. Yeah. Uh, CBN has a sedative effect, but it also helps the brain waves to move from uh, a waking state, which is referred to as, as beta, down to a level called theta, and that's deep relaxation and meditation. So cannabinoid, when used prior to um, vaporizing cannabis, potentiates the psychedelic effects of it. And oftentimes people report dreamlike imagery uh, in their psychedelic uh, session with cannabis. Uh, so we, we're using that as an adjunct. And because of the sedative effects, it tends to smooth out the experience and help anyone if they're experiencing any, uh, any jitters or anxiety prior to the ceremony. So do you employ shamans to guide these experiences or do you have uh, counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists um, helping them through these experiences? Yeah, so we actually have both. We refer to our, our shamans as plant elders and our plant elders come from traditions in South America that have held the tradition of traditional plant medicine ceremony. Um, and they have trained in South America. They've trained in, in various ceremonial practices. They help to co-facilitate the ceremony with uh, psychotherapists, individuals who are, who are trained in mental health and, and in uh, psychedelic-assisted therapy. So what we've really created is something that's uh, a marriage of the two. Uh, and I feel that that's really important. And I know as a as an organization, we believe that that's important uh, because the ceremonial aspect is, is really respecting these plant medicines in the way they've been used for, for thousands of years. And yet we're combining all of the modern day neuroscience into the experience as well and giving people the proper psychological support they need during these experiences. Okay, and just speaking to that, uh, how do you integrate the principles of like modern neuroscience and psychotherapy with ancient ritual and psychedelic journeys uh, that are traditionally led by shamans? Right. So in a ceremony, uh, for example, I'll sort of give you the the overview of what it what it looks like. Uh, the shamans help to open the ceremonial space. Oftentimes, they they do a prayer. Um, they'll uh, uh, clear people prior to the ceremony using a variety of different practices. Uh, uh, our plant elders may use um, various uh, things that they burn, uh, uh, such as uh, uh, tobacco outside. They may uh, blow tobacco over the body as a means of clearing their energy uh, and cedar as well. Um, they'll open with a prayer and they guide with various medicine songs. When individuals need support during ceremony, say they're going through an experience that's challenging or a memory is coming up, then our psychotherapist would go in and help guide them through that experience, helping them to process it and resolve it within the system. So uh, we use primarily somatic psychotherapy uh, in our practice, which is working with the, the body and the nervous system and the traumas that get stored within the body and the nervous system, uh, helping people to resolve that in, in, um, through therapy in a, in a psychedelic session. The other thing that we do prior to the psychedelic session is preparation, setting clear intentions for the healing and ceremony. And then afterwards, integration 
making meaning of the experience? What was the healing that occurred in the ceremony and what feels different in the body? Okay, so it's uh, more about uh, a physical reaction or a physical healing um, by getting to the root of trauma and where that is stored physiologically in the body. Yes, that's correct. Every cultivator knows that facility design can make or break your grow. So why not choose the team with over 16 years of experience in the industry? Cerna Cultivation Technologies provides floor plan and architectural services, comprehensive HVACD equipment, lighting, and benching, and so much more, all within your budget. It's time to grow your way. Go to Cerna.com. That's S-U-R-N-A.com to learn more. So uh, what is the benefit of undergoing this kind of therapy in a clinical setting uh, rather than, say, a Grateful Dead concert? Yeah, the, the doing it in a, in a retreat setting, first of all, uh, where we are located, we're in deep nature. Uh, that was very important to us because uh, the research kept showing that with any kind of psychedelic medicine that you're working with, it increases nature uh, connectedness. Um, and being in nature down regulates the nervous system. So it really helps with, uh, putting people into a state of rest and digest before these experiences, helping them to be calm. And also serotonin is environmentally cued. So being in nature does increase the levels of serotonin in our system, our, our happy chemical. Um, part of the benefit as well is that, you know, when you're going to, as you mentioned, a Grateful Dead concert. If you have not such a great experience, there's no one there to support you. Maybe there is, but you're, you might be on your own. Uh, the good thing is from the beginning uh, of our process all the way through to the end, you're supported by therapists and our team every step of the way. So if someone is going through something that's challenging, there's someone that is right there with them. Um, you know, most uh, trauma happens in relationships so does healing. When there's a caring other that is is holding space for us and, and listening to us and helping us through that process, there's something very healing about the power of relationship. Uh, so so that's the, the benefit of doing it in a clinical setting is, is you have support every moment. And you would probably say that it is more of a, a nature setting or a retreat setting rather than a clinical setting. I would say that it is a retreat setting, setting. Mm -hmm. even though the work that we do here is clinical, it's delivered in an environment that is safe, non-triggering, beautiful, luxurious. The cabins are spectacular. They're modern, light-filled, huge picture windows. Nature is the art. We have no right. art goals. We really chose to have nature as the art up here. Um, and everything is very peaceful and relaxing. So it's, even though the work that we're doing is clinical, it's definitely not a clinical setting. Right. So um, what do you think about ketamine-assisted therapy, MDMA-assisted therapy, uh, psilocybin-assisted therapy? Um, have you seen a lot of the research on that? And uh, do you think that those have applications for things like PTSD and depression anxiety, um, any kind of, you know, past trauma. 
Mm-hmm. The the research that is coming out is very favorable. Um, and what I think is happening right now is, is they're sort of doing the research to understand which medicines are going to work best for each of the different mental health conditions. So MDMA is showing great promise for um, uh, PTSD and, and trauma. Uh, uh, psilocybin is showing promise for depression um, and, and ketamine is showing great promise for uh, treatment resistant depression. So I think right now we're still in that period of research and understanding, uh, you know, which medicines are going to work best for which mental health conditions. And part of what our future holds as an organization is, is continuing to stay up on that research and part of what uh, our future is, is creating bespoke experiences for people, really understanding, okay, this is the, the set of clinical indications that this person has. What is the best path forward for them? Maybe they would come in and do one retreat that's focused on cannabis-assisted psychotherapy. And then down the road, they would come in and do a psilocybin retreat, right? So part of it is, is being able to create these experiences for people down the road based on their clinical indications that they're coming in with and the best path forward of healing for them. And are you considering doing rehabilitation or addiction therapy uh, at Algonquin at any point? I know Ibogaine has showed a lot of promise and is already used in certain clinical settings. Yes, uh, uh, it has shown great promise. We are not going to be working uh, with addictions here at our facility. Our focus will be primarily PTSD, uh, anxiety, depression, and working with self-betterment. So people who want to have these experiences but don't have a a clinical concern, uh, those are the areas right now that we've chosen to work in. Okay. And you answered this a little bit already, but could you go more uh, into how effective cannabis is compared to entheogens like psilocybin or ayahuasca? Mm-hmm. So currently there is a lot of anecdotal reports. There's not a lot of, of evidence, but that's part of what we are doing. We actually just began our first clinical study on cannabis as a psychedelic medicine. Uh, that actually started, uh, we've done two retreats now where we've gathered uh, clinical data and Dimensions is really committed to uh, adding to the growing body of research around cannabis as a, as a psychedelic medicine and also looking at it, its effects and benefits. So, uh, so that research study will take approximately six months to complete because we're gathering the clinical data from, from these retreats and we'll be doing it for the next six months. So hopefully in mid 2023, we will have, uh, uh, more of that research available to the public. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to see it when it comes out. Great. Sounds very cool. Um, well, uh, do you base any of your practices on the work of Terence McKenna or Timothy Leary or any of the other psychedelic pioneers, or is it uh, mostly based on more modern um, psychotherapy or you know neuroscience? Yeah. So I think uh, our practices come from more of the traditional practices of of psychedelics from a ceremonial perspective. They were definitely pioneers in the field. And a lot of their stuff has has come into the the psychedelic assisted therapy realm. 
so so we we use a combination of of the ceremonial practices, the ancient wisdom, as well as the modern neuroscience and psychotherapy, which a lot of their work has influenced. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And what about your own uh, journey, psychedelic journey? Yeah. So, uh, so part of uh, my journey has been exploring these medicines in, in South America, and, and I've experienced cannabis assisted therapy as well. And they've been really integral in, in my own personal healing work, and also holding space for individuals as well. I have an understanding of, of the areas of consciousness that these medicines can, can take us into. Um, so I've done my, my work with uh, psychedelic medicines, and I found them extremely beneficial on on my path. Uh, and it it's also helped me as I enter into this space of helping others with it as well, because I have a deep understanding of of what it can be like to go through these experiences. Absolutely. Um, so, from the research that I've seen with uh, mainly psilocybin. Um, after one session, a uh, patient will generally see improvement in their depression for up to six months. Uh, is that something that is comparable to cannabis-assisted therapy? Um, do you is it longer, shorter? Uh, are you seeing um, you know uh, major improvements in in things like depression and, and PTSD? And if so, for how long? So people are reporting uh, improvements. Uh, and, and we're noticing that in the assessments that are given afterwards, this is where our research study comes in, is because we need to be able to develop a deeper understanding of what the both short-term as well as long-term benefits are, uh, which is why we're gathering the information for six months. We're even talking about gathering information for a longer period of time to see after a year where someone is. Mm -hmm. um, but already people are reporting that have been through our program reductions in, in PTSD, anxiety, and depression, uh, and, and improvements in their overall well-being as well. Um, but once again, it's going to be a while for us to gather all of that clinical data and be able to, um, to analyze it and put it into a paper. Absolutely. Yeah, it's still just the beginning of this. It really is. Yeah, it's still and in its infancy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but a lot of promising results, it sounds like. So far, yes, there's been very promising results and reports. It's it's just a matter of continuing to gather clinical data and be able to uh, to create um, uh, evidence base on on uh, psychedelic assisted therapy with cannabis. Um, and also that could influence legislation around the world. Uh, and the more clinical studies that uh, are done with other psychedelics uh, could influence legislation for those kinds of things for both um, therapy and possibly recreational use as well. And I really think that with um, the uh, different regulatory bodies and, and uh, different uh, government agencies, they're interested in that clinical data, they want to make sure that this is uh, effective and and safe for people, right? So the more research that is out there uh, that's showing the benefits, uh, the the greater likelihood that these medicines are going to be approved. Mm -hmm. 
But well, in the U.S., that might be an issue because pharmaceutical companies have a lot of say um, in in legislation. Uh, so if there are alternatives that are natural, um, there are some people who may not want to see that happen anytime soon. In Canada, um, what what's happening is Health Canada is very open to this. They just want to see the research. I'm not too sure about what is happening in the United States or or with your legislation there. Um, but in, in in Canada, Health Canada is open. They just want to see the research is my understanding. Sure, sure. And how much does uh, a retreat uh, cost for a weekend, say? So a three-day experience, and this is in Canadian dollars. Okay. Yeah. So uh, for five days, it starts at... Uh, uh, for a three-day retreat, it's uh, 3,750 Canadian. And for a four-night retreat, it's uh, 5,000. Hmm. Yeah, so that would be five days. That includes all of your wellness uh, services as well. So uh, getting a, a massage and another wellness service every day, Qigong and yoga on a daily basis, all of the meals, all of the therapies, um and and the actual stay okay any acupuncture no yes we have acupuncture as well oh awesome never tried it but uh i've heard great things about it so yeah it's very good yeah all right well you know maybe uh i could head up there and you know try a retreat one of these days if you're ever in the area let me know <laughs> absolutely well, thank you so much. Uh, I've learned a lot and uh, good luck moving forward. Um, and I hope we'll hear more from you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, hello. I'm Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Wait, you didn't think people would know who I am? Durachill. Uh, this is Durachill. This is Durachill. This is Durachill. No. Man, I don't talk like that. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Dirt Chill or else. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Dirt Chill. You can't go wrong.